Good evening. Welcome to Employment Law Today. I'm your host, Eric Sauber. I'm an employment law and business law attorney, and I host this live weekly talk radio show and this live weekly video broadcast every Tuesday night from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Talk Radio NYC, where I have guests who discuss some of the most novel and compelling issues that business owners and employers are facing during these challenging times. And in that spirit, I'd like to welcome a very special guest tonight, uh, Ms. Colleen Ferrari, who is the CEO of Small Business USA and founder of Employment Tutors. Colleen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Eric. Hey, you didn't warn me. Like, I, I pulled my speakers back, put this little headset on, and I look like a very young version of Hillary Clinton. Cooler. <laughs> and then, like, I wasn't really prepared for that. <laughs> No, the like, camera I popped on. I'm like, who is that chick? I can see that actually now. Yeah, I can see that's funny yeah. you mentioned that. But I hope it doesn't stick. Anybody listening, just ignore that last comment. Eric, okay. I am so <laughs> honored to be here with you today. We have um, we have so much to talk about. It's an honor to have you, Secretary. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you so <laughs> great to have you on the show, Colleen. Yes, I'm glad you can be here for sure. And um, and I want to just give our guests, our, our audience, rather a little more uh, intro about you before I delve into our topic. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll mention our topic first. I think it's something that our audience really wants to know, and then we can talk about you and get into our questions. But yeah, great to have you on, Colleen, sure. So our topic tonight, folks, is coping with COVID's emotional toll on employers. Just let that like, sink in for a moment, coping with COVID's emotional toll on employers. And you know, much has been written about the pandemic's emotional toll on employees, which is undoubtedly a reality. Right? I mean, that's indisputable that that happens. However, with this constantly evolving post-pandemic labor and employment laws and the labor shortages and decreases in available candidates to work for business owners, along with the economic pressures of our world today, many business owners and many employers as well are feeling the impact. They're feeling the stress, the anxiety, the frustration, and the fear. And so on tonight's show, Colleen Ferrari and I will discuss how business owners can take actions to cope with these understandable emotions. Colleen offers business owners a unique blend of healing, sorry, hearing and healing and validating their emotions while suggesting business strategies for running their operations more smoothly. And I think it's like a really important point to note, you know, again, that, that both are valid, the, the, the stress and challenge, the burnout that employees face, but the business owner and employers are facing a lot these days as well. So with that, I wanna give Colleen a proper introduction before we get into our, our questions this evening. Um, as I mentioned, my folks, my guest tonight is Colleen Ferrari. Colleen is a CEO of Small Business USA, and she also is CEO and founder of Employment Tutors. So Colleen started uh, Small Business USA after a decorated corporate career as a director of a Fortune 500 company, leading teams of over 3,000 employees. Recognizing the gap between the tools she had in a corporate America versus those her family had as small business owners, Colleen launched Small Business USA as a tool to fill that gap. Today, their membership spans the US and has helped hundreds of business owners like you. As a golf and pickleball, pickleball junkie, a self-proclaimed winophile, which I believe I looked up is a wine kind of sort expert, right? Yeah, it's a nice uh, way to say I'm a wino, apparently. Wine, right, there we go, right? <laughs> wino files, fancy for wino. <laughs> and podcaster. 
uh, we're and very much fun person, as you can tell, it's a great sense of humor. We're very excited to have Colleen have her stop by and take on this incredibly tenuous topic. So Colleen, like, great to have you on the show. I like to have, like, we have a serious topic and we could have a little fun too, as what our audience, you know, likes to see. So thank you for that. Yeah. Seriously, you've got to have fun, right? As an entrepreneur, yes. one of the most important things you can do is really enjoy the trip because yes. you're on one, right? And you don't know what you're going to get mm. sometimes. So yeah, thanks right. for having me, Eric. You're welcome. Very true. Yes, very true indeed. So I just had maybe my first question that I like to ask all my guests. I'm generally curious to know this, right? We have our own journeys. So tell us a bit more about yourself, Colleen. Mainly, like, how did your career initially start out? And then what, what prompted you to found Small Business USA and Employment mm -hmm. Tutors? Story yeah. there. Mm -hmm. uh, so I grew up in a small business, right? And I, um, my, you know, it was a family-run business. My mom had about 20 employees. And um, I swore I'd never be an entrepreneur. <laughs> right. Really? I was like, no way. Like, we were flying to Paris one month and then we were eating like SpaghettiOs for a couple of weeks because we were so broke, you know, you just didn't know what you're going to get. And, you know, obviously my mom was really, really great in some parts of business, but then there were pieces that were challenging. Like she was not good at making a budget and balancing a budget. And, you know, when we were rich, we were, you know, we did well. And when we mm -hmm. weren't, we were not, you know, it was a, a little bit of a roller coaster. So yes. for me, I was like, you know what, here's, here's a pretty smart woman. I really respect my mom. Mm -hmm. sure. And I watched her kind of raise, you know, grow this business, raise two girls on her own and, mm -hmm. and grow this business that was, you know, people would look at us and go, oh my God, your mom owns that. And, mm -hmm. um, and it was really, but you know, sometimes the inner workings of what you see in that business aren't always yeah. what it looks like on the facade. And here was a woman who worked herself to death mm. and, and really was not really good with money. Somebody embezzled from her, like her manager <coughs> embezzled from the company and mm. go through these, this journey. And I swear, I'm never mm -hmm. going to do this. So I ran to corporate America and, mm -hmm. um, and I just kept, you know, climbing the corporate ladder and doing more mm -hmm. and more and more until, you know, one day I was like, okay, hold on one second. You know, I had a child on purpose. Mm -hmm. I was then a single mom and um, mm -hmm. she was seven and I was always in the company jet, never home, always away. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what am I doing? So mm -hmm. an interesting thing, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know how spiritual you all are, but um, mm -hmm. for me, it was like, you know, you kind of say, okay, well, I'm in this position that I can retire young. I can, you know, I can figure this out. Maybe I'll flip mm -hmm. some houses. You know, I watch too much HGTV mm -hmm. and, um, sure. you know, I'll do a little consulting and I'll just bridge the gap until my daughter's, you know, old enough to fly on her own and I'm doing pretty well. So, you know, this is all good. Right. Sure. And, um, and, you know, so I wish I said that small business USA was on purpose, mm -hmm. but really in very, very quick order, I was like, Hmm, God, what should I do with myself? And, and it mm -hmm. landed there. It was this this collision between yes. all of these small business owners mm -hmm. showing up for me, asking me to help them and ask them because they knew I was here. I am running a billion dollar business with, yes. you know, anywhere between three to five thousand employees, depending on the season. And all these business owners who maybe had twenty five are saying, OK, like, what's the secret to success? How do I make this easier? Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. It was this this eye-opening moment where I said, I'm not qualified to help you with that. Mm -hmm. Really, I had total operational control of mm -hmm. almost a billion dollars 
and I'm not qualified to answer this question for somebody who owns a business with 25 employees because you know what yeah. when I pick up the phone yeah people jump you know people mm -hmm. know like I have the power of this fortune 500 company behind me when yeah. When I needed something done, my team knew who I was. I had teams to do it. If I had a mm -hmm. computer problem, I call, I picked up a help desk and I yeah. was like, oh, here they are. Small business owners. And, and if you are not feeling that right now in this world as a business owner, mm -hmm. I would be shocked and you should really be considering yourself lucky because mm -hmm. this is one of the most challenging times I've seen. We've, I've owned Small Business yeah. USA for 10 years. This mm -hmm. is one of the most challenging times I've seen for business owners. There is mm -hmm. a lot, a lot going on. And mm -hmm. I think it, it started early with Me Too movement and mm -hmm. George Floyd and then coronavirus mm -hmm. just kind of put this, um, you know, mm -hmm. added and it and it just keeps building. But mm -hmm. so so to make a very long career story, you guys can go visit my website mm -hmm. and, and there's some more of this story sure. here but mm -hmm. you know i realized i put together a team of people and i, I created mm -hmm. i created a vision for small business usa mm -hmm. and i you know we create boards that are um very much like a vistage or yeo mm -hmm. but right. ours are more intimate and uh -huh. they're more affordable but they're also virtual because we created uh -huh. these boards that were hard hitting and we uh, i had i i found um some really compelling evidence mm -hmm. when I was building and researching and and I did a whole I did a ton of research I put together a team of a, a hundred small business owners that I was wow. using as this pool of candidates I was going mm -hmm. to networking meetings all over the place and I found that there were some there were some challenges a consultant yeah. like you could hire and I watched this you could hire mm -hmm. a consultant mm -hmm. from a fortune mm -hmm. 500 company sure. that would say that was a marketing a VP of marketing Right. And he'd say, I'm going to go help your small business with marketing. Mm. Who wouldn't hire that guy? Right. right. I mean, he's so amazing. Mm -hmm. But the difference was he operated like I operated in corporate America. Right. He didn't, didn't understand small business. So he, you know, he did a lot of damage. And mm. so Small Business USA, like, really creates an environment where there's not one voice. There is a mm -hmm. team focused on your business. There is a resource of, we have a community help desk. We all help mm -hmm. each other. Our boards mm -hmm. are intimate because I wanted that. I believe that the power of many is what brings us along. If you think of, a, a, what is his mm -hmm. name in the four hour work week? You know, he, he surrounds himself. Oh, yes. Yeah, you surround yourself with the sum mm -hmm. of the five people you surround yourself with, right? Mm -hmm. yep, that right is Small Business USA. We surround you with mm. the five best people who are going to help promote your business and 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 help you be successful and help you through times like this and uh, yeah. yeah and i and i think employment mm. tutors it's fun to talk about both at one time eric but mm. employment tutors really mm. was born because there was a leadership need in these companies as they mm. grew people you know you didn't start a shoe store or right. a pharmacy or uh, you know a medical center because mm -hmm. you love to lead people and you know all right. the nuances, right? Sure, sure. You um you did it because you you love shoes yeah. or you love <laughs> medicine, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And and so mm -hmm. employment tutors was really built to fill in the gaps and just help with some leadership development. Wow, it's like you said so much there. It really sorry. Great. No, no, it's okay. It's like not a bad, not a bad thing. It's a good thing you said. I think so much great stuff there in that in your intro. Um, a couple of things like that jumped out at me that I find so interesting. 
I love how you said that you grew up around small business. You saw the ups and downs. You saw right behind the facade and said, no way, that's not going to be me. And then life has a way of going full circle from the corporate director position, high up with the jets into wanting more time with your family and daughter. You're sort of, I guess, checking with your spirituality, your spiritual center, right? Which I totally relate to. I'm a Buddhist. So I think very much into spirituality. And I think it's great to have a purpose and a vision in the universe and connection. But just like that, that uh, kind of full circle. I think a lot of my guests either come up where they were young and something they saw they completely wanted to emulate and say, that's going to be me when I get older. I'm going to be that person. Or they said, like, never me. I guess it's like they get some of the good stuff sinks in. Then they get some experience. Like you got experience in the large corporate world. And maybe you're able, to, I'm guessing, I wonder if maybe you're able to perhaps recognize like, some of the things that your mom may have missed and then you can go back and sort of like apply that. So you have the good in both, you know, it's uh, interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, she's having the last laugh. I know we're going to break, so I'll shush. Yes, that's okay. <laughs> but, um, we're actually like, like right at our like, commercial break now. It's our first, like, first one of the show. And time flies when you're having fun. But that when we come fast. back, we'll talk more about, uh, about Small Business USA. We're also going to talk a little bit about um, some of the the, and the problems and challenges, the emotional pain points that Colleen's seeing with her clients and that I'm seeing with my clients as an employment lawyer. So you're listening to Employment Law Today on Talk Radio NYC. Our guest tonight, uh, very animated, very, very intelligent, lively, Colleen Ferrari. Stick around. We'll be right back. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
Welcome back to Employment Law Today. I'm your host, Eric Sauber, here tonight with my guest, Colleen Ferrari. Colleen is the founder of Small Business USA and Employment Tutors, and she gave a very nice, I thought, description, looked very succinct but accurate about what she does and the benefits of her company. Really, again, a great start to the show, Colleen, I want to say. Um, and I also noticed that, you know, you, you talked about your initial start to the business, how you got started. You kind of found that category, it sounds like a sort of accidental business owner where you're searching for what to do and then it becomes apparent. Is that a fair statement or? I think it was more, I was trying to figure out how to help. And I okay. saw this gap, right? And and that's, you know, my success has only been built on my desire to help people achieve their goals, right? But yeah, I think it's bridging the gap between what small business owners have in need versus the access. It's, it's so much easier to be in a large business because you have so many tools. Yeah, so. Yeah, that is so true. And speaking about that gap, perhaps a nice segue into my next question, which is like, asking wondering what are some of the emotional pain points that you're seeing with your small business clients these days like what post-pandemic challenges are keeping them up at night yeah it's a really interesting time now and eric you and i were talking about this later and i think i said a little bit earlier man if you're not feeling the stress consider yourself very lucky if you're not having conversations about supply chain about staffing, mm -hmm. about recession. So I think what we're seeing right now, it's this culmination of things. And, and I think it's gonna be interesting for us. I wanna hear too about how you're handling some of these things because I sure. think there's some real conversations, right? Mm -hmm. People are afraid to do business. We're in a very politically correct, very, um, you know, we're in a tough situation where people are afraid to speak what's on their mind because they're so mm -hmm. afraid to speaking the wrong thing and doing mm -hmm. the wrong thing with their employees. Great. But we're also in some really, we need to roll up our sleeves right now. So I'm seeing, I mean, I have, I, I have actually have had business owners call me and cry over the you last told me, Yeah, I mean, that's me. And I'm like, what is this? Like, I wasn't really prepared for that mm -hmm. emotion, but we have to, we know like, the difference between having a job and a business is that business is just as important as your child. It's your baby, mm -hmm. you know? So when it starts in, you have other people's lives in your hands when yes, you're a business owner, right? There's an ownership. So I'm yes. hearing things like around being afraid to really push hard when we really need to push our team hard mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing mm -hmm. things about, you know, there's so much in the news mm -hmm. about, are we having a recession? Are we not? Ukraine, yeah. are we like, you know, there's so much of mm -hmm. this noise going on. We are still dealing with, you know, the, there are as many as half of our employees are dealing with emotional distress mm -hmm. because of COVID still. Sure. So we yep. like, we're showing up and, and then staffing is one of those pieces that is really challenging. So, yes. you know, you have, you're, you, you're being hit as a business owner from every front. You have From the media science, yeah. hitting you, you have recession, you have inflation, holy moly, inflation, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You have your team, you have this really, this discomfort with speaking mm -hmm. your genuine self because mm -hmm. you're so afraid that you're going to say mm -hmm. the wrong thing, but you value your team mm -hmm. so much and that you want to make sure that you're never like saying the wrong thing. So I think there's all this, this ball of stress for a business owner that's yeah. really, we're yeah. all just kind of saying, okay, here's my goal. I don't have enough people to do the job right now. 
Yeah. I have to go tell my I have to go tell people that I'm going to raise my prices because of inflation. So I'm scared to death in a time maybe mm -hmm. pre maybe pre recession that I'm going to right. tell them they have to raise their prices, which is only going to add stress to them. So yes. it's a lot, you know. I you know I don't think it's a simple answer to that. I think it's a this big ball of stuff, you know. And and what mm -hmm. do you do with it today? You know, it's like, yeah, I agree completely with you on that. That it's like a big ball of stress. It's a lot. There are a lot of right stressful pain points to pack in here and you you mentioned that it's really it really is almost like like like, I say, like a, a hail and snow and thunder and lightning and and freezing rainstorm just kind of coming at business owners from all angles i mean you mentioned a few things colleen interesting enough the supply chain issues right some of the logistics operational issues that are concerned labor shortages and a lot of things tied to covid you've got Right, people who have long haul COVID issues think they need to be out of the workforce. Um, you know, people who are scared of their customers and clients getting COVID 19, right? The law is kind of changing as we go through different cycles of this crazy illness. Um, so much she's talked about. And I also heard a couple of employment issues, which I can certainly weigh on about staffing and about, say, certain laws, like people need to follow and stuff and how that shakes out. I can tell you what I'm hearing from my clients about the employment side of things, employment law, if I, um, but I want to say that I hear you that your clients are really getting hit with the recession, the pricing issues, um, all that stuff. And there's a lot, and it does cause some challenging fear, frustration, right? Anger, emotions. Yeah. Eric, just out of curiosity sake, I mean, sure. and you, this is here right in your wheelhouse, right? Just yeah. mm -hmm. since COVID, because of mm -hmm. COVID, since COVID, mm -hmm. How many laws have been created by the state of New York? Oh, yes. Well, right. It, I mean, so you have, you have the sun, right? right? Well, this is like interesting, right? Because, yeah, the COVID-19 pandemic, I mean, you have like, so many laws that relate to uh, safety protocols like, in the workplace, right? And as well as, you know, the vaccine mandates that were first passed, like, and then, you know, leave on, rather, on a uh, stay and then there's a leave to appeal and the appeal was granted and then overturned and so you have a lot going on with you know the regulations um there are a lot of laws around paid family leave and paid sick leave and paid quarantine leave and i want to say some of these laws like are very valid and important and i think we need to have laws in place to protect the workers and their well-being you know we need i think we needed some extra emergency fmla and all those things what i'm finding is that you know that the laws in new york state and new york city particularly kind of keep getting more and more stringent. And I think the challenge is that, like to say, a lot of these laws, you know, don't allow for a sliding scale of sorts for the smaller business owner. I mean, you have some sliding scale when it comes to paid family leave, but uh, paid sick leave, but you have like, a lot of businesses now, you know, New York City has these paid transparency laws coming up, it makes it very hard to negotiate and set the tone for- So talk about these, because this is interesting. Sure. I have a lot of people talking about paid transparency laws. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. Let's seize the moment yeah. here. Absolutely. I'm happy to talk about this. It's kind of a nice change. Usually I'm on the interviewing side, but it's great to be asked the question. I'm sure I can answer <laughs> this too. It's a conversation. Yeah, it's a conversation. Yeah, it's a conversation. I feel like I'm on a, a guest in the show as well. I've actually been a guest. Like, twice like, I had myself as a guest where I gave updates because of the law is changing so much. But, you know, taking, for example, just like, those two laws of, say, the, you know, the transparency of uh, pay and another law regarding, say, you know, auditing uh, of certain um, uh, hiring um, uh, programs for bias. Let's take the, the pay transparency first. So New York City, you know, is passing these like, laws. It's 
it's, it's being stayed now, the business community is pushing back, but basically it's saying that when you post a position, whether it's internal promotions or externally hiring outside the company, you have to post a minimum and maximum salary. You have to give a range, an accurate one. You have to say what you're paying for the position. And you know, it can't be super vague, can't be like between 10,000 and 500,000 to be accurate. And you have to have it on the job posting or advertisement. Um, and the challenge is that the, I guess the underlying, like the motivation behind it, I think was maybe well-spirited in that you want to make sure they avoid pay inequities perhaps and pay discrepancies and based on gender lines, like, you know, women versus men, um, race lines, et cetera. But what happens is that those laws don't, they sort of take out some of the competition. You end up like say business end up, you know, uh, they end up um, sort of eliminating people before they can even become candidates because they're just looking, scrolling through, they see the, the, the range, they say, oh, I don't want that. I think that's, that's too low for me. And they don't actually get a chance to negotiate. Maybe the company has better flexible, you know, hours and remote work. Maybe they have better benefits down the road, but you can't put all that into, that's where the night, the nuances of a conversation interview process happen. And the last thing I'll say about that is that people who may be working at a place and perhaps, you know, they um, are getting paid less might conclude falsely that I'm getting paid less because I am blank, fill in the blank, you know, when in fact they're getting paid less because like, maybe their performance wasn't as good. They weren't eligible for promotion. So it's a very dicey issue to have people just have to, you know, lay out this pay. And, and that's kind of an issue that I'm seeing a lot of my clients are upset about. Yeah, I, I think um, that is a, a couple of the really important, like when I think about that, you know, we talk about, yeah. okay, so somebody has to put in, oh, we pay between 80 and 120,000, let's say. Right. Now, what candidate is showing up and saying they want 110,000? Mm-hmm. No one. Oh, I'll take 120. That's the budget, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. it's, it's a hard number to mm-hmm. reconcile, you know, like mm-hmm. for the employer and for the, um, the employee. Plus, we have people coming back and say, oh, you know what, like, you know, mm-hmm. Bob over there is paying 120, but I only make 80. Right. Well, you know, Bob really isn't paying 120. He's just trying to get better candidates. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know, like you have to. Yeah. And I'm going to say this really, and I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, all different businesses. We help businesses in so many states in the United States, yeah. a few outside of the United States, hundreds of companies. People do not leave mm-hmm. because of pay. People mm-hmm. leave because of you. Right. People mm-hmm. leave True. because of the leader. So if people are leaving <clears throat> because of pay, there, now let me tell you, there is this um, entry mm-hmm. level person, this yep. entry level employee that we're mm-hmm. seeing rapid you know i was i have a company in connecticut a member in connecticut right they they pay twenty dollars an hour for an entry-level position last year they would have paid ten dollars right yeah. now their their people are getting poached for 33 dollars an hour mm-hmm. plus overtime and it's the same job that because we're, you know companies are desperate so yeah. it's you know finding that balance is adding stress and being able to take care of your team when you can't financially is a big stress. So you know we have to help as coaches and right. as leadership coaches, as business coaches, we have to help you get to the other level with your team so you retain them. That's a really important piece right now, I think. I agree. And you know, I think one thing you said, Kelly, and very important about the small business, you know, a large company can maybe maybe able to afford to raise the, the salaries and, and be transparent about that and post it. A small company might not have that kind of money to attract 
the talent they want and need, but they might have other ways to attract the talent, which can come out in you know the interview process, like in the person to person, without just having it right on the air. Um, but I think you make a good point too, is that if you need support at the small business because yeah, there are all these different laws, and some of them again are well intentioned. And I'm not saying that throughout the bait with the bath, where I'm not saying we should have our free for all with no laws in place. But what I am saying is that, like, you know, I think New York State, especially, um, will pass a lot of laws. I know California is now looking to try to make a four day work week, whereas anything over four days is overtime pay. Well, that now you have businesses that have to pay a time and effort, anything over 32 hours, you know, that can cripple. I, I, there's some great statistics on that four hour for yes. a four day work week. And I think right. it's good for the business owner as well. But I, but it, you have to be able to lead. That, yes. Like it's the same way, good like point. companies are struggling leading remotely. Companies mm. are struggling with this four day week. It all starts with how you lead, good not point. who you're leading or when they're working. And that's, that's where you come in with a lot of your work with employee employment tutors and business, small business USA, which I definitely want to get to in a moment. Um, believe it or not, we're at a second commercial <laughs> break. It does go fast. Every guest tells me, wow, it goes so quickly. And I know that's true from my own experience being a guest on shows. But um, so folks, I'll just be brief to get right to the commercial break. I'm Eric Sommer, employment law business law attorney, host of Employment Law Today on Talk Radio NYC. Stay tuned for more great conversation with our guest, Colleen Ferrari from Small Business USA and Employment Tutors. So stick around. We're going to come back and, I, uh, and Colleen's going to give us some more uh, tips about what she can do as a business and how she can help small businesses. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Today, I'm your host, Eric Sauber, 
And for those who may be joining us late, I have tonight with me um, a very dynamic, distinguished guest, Colleen Ferrari. Colleen worked many years in top-notch levels of corporate America as a director for Fortune 100 companies, 500 companies, if my mistake, um, and then like, decided to explore different avenues and became uh, the founder of Small Business USA and Employment Tutors. And we're talking about just the, the gap between small business and large corporate America, and also just how hard it is today to be a business owner. We talked a bit before the commercial break, for those joining us late, about not just some of the economic pressures that Colleen's seeing from her, her client business owners and the supply chain issues and, and labor shortages and you know restrictive laws. And also what I'm seeing in terms of certain employment laws, there's so many new ones being passed that business owners don't know about. There's lots of heavy fines and penalties attached for failure to comply. There's also very strict penalties coming out from the Department of Labor and they don't have much wiggle room for those small business owners who make just an honest mistake and are trying to do the right thing. So I definitely see a need for some, some sort of action and support. And Colleen provides lots of support. So I think my question for you, Colleen, has to do with what you do with Small Business USA. And I'm wondering, what was some of the advice that you give to small business owners and employers? Like mainly, what are, for example, three things that a business owner can do today so that they can help tomorrow become easier, you know? Yeah. Um, so this is really what I'm on this call for, right? This is what I really want to talk about. And, and I think in our boards, we we really help these business owners kind of come up with a strategy. You know, how do you make your business fit or work or manage around some of these obstacles? But from business owner to business owner, like, you know, I, I get this person crying on the phone. Like, this is what I have to tell them first. Like, you have to breathe. You have to just give yourself a little bit of a moment and breathe and know that you have to, you can only control what you can control here, right? So uh, um, Tony Robbins used to say, you know your shoulds and your musts, right? I don't know if you remember that, um, but is know what you, sh you know, there's things that you should be doing and there's things that you must be doing. The first thing is identify what those things are, right? Understand, what do you have to take care of today? And just reorganize, reprioritize, and know that you're gonna have some of the stuff. Somebody once gave me advice, like it was a EVP. I was laughing about mm -hmm. the 100 and 500, top 100, top five, or Fortune 500, Fortune 100. Right. And I worked for them 10 years ago, they were Fortune 100. Today they're Fortune 500, um, and it's, because of small business, the rise of small business. So I feel personally yeah. accountable for those, you know, no, <laughs> I wonder if they drop. No, I'm kidding. Give me no doubt, Colleen. Give me no doubt. But no, you know what? Breathe, find the time and figure and know and be okay with 20% of what you want to do. Yes falling off your plate because you have to choose good priorities right now and you may not be able to choose all the things that you want to do but you must choose all the things that you must do so that's the first thing and sometimes when we um you know i know these commercial breaks come so fast or i tell you a story sure. but many many opportunities there's um you know I, the simplest little thing i was watching this young man one day and he got 20 boxes that he had to process. He was in the back room in a stock room of one of these small businesses. He had 20 boxes. Every day he processes 20 boxes. Right. All of a sudden he gets 40 boxes, right? The business 
doubles. They're going crazy. Now the shipment is 40 boxes. Wow. He gets eight boxes done. So mm-hmm. why does his performance drop from 20 to eight? They mm-hmm. didn't expect him to do the 40, right? right? And I'm telling you, you guys, this is where your team is. The minute they get overwhelmed, so this is what happens. Their productivity drops because they start to get nervous. So I decided, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I have to take a phone, a couple phone calls. Let me yeah. like, you know, I went through the usual things. Oh, is he depressed? Is he having a dog? You know, is he happy? You know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right. let me just go take a few phone calls from the back stock room. I'll use your office back there. Just go do your business. And let me just observe for a little bit. Sure. And I watched this kid. And he ran like crazy. Eric, he Mm -hmm. was to one side, the back. He opened up every Mm -hmm. single box. He was like, and so I came out and I said, hey, what are you doing? I said, you're working so hard. I mean, he was busting a sweat. He was working Mm -hmm. harder than he ever did. And this has got to relate to some of you guys, right? I said, what are you doing? He goes, we have so much to do. He said, we have so much to do. I just want to make sure I'm doing the most important stuff and get it done. I said, mm-hmm. can you just get the first 20 boxes done? He goes, oh, I can do that. Nice. And all of a sudden he was doing 20 boxes again. Wow. We have to that be aware. Mindset. Yeah. And it's it's not just him. He's a very mm-hmm. like visual example of what's happening in our brains and our team's mm-hmm. brains, like your employees' mm-hmm. brains. This. The, the people with the best intentions with the first yeah. thing we want to do is jump as a business owner to, Oh my God, they're not getting it done. No, they're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. They're right. just as overwhelmed as you are. And I'm telling you in, in mm-hmm. 95% of the cases, that mm-hmm. stress that you're feeling when you call me, you're going, Oh my God, Colleen. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm pulling out my hair. Sure. The stress that you're feeling they feel it. Whether you walk into the back room and you're like, Eric, you're so great. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for jamming. This is awesome. Right. Oh, great. Don't feel on the They stress. feel it. It's a vibe, right? It's you are letting you as a business owner, you got to mm-hmm. control your vibe in times like this. Yes. So that's why I say control, figure out what your shoulds and musts are because mm-hmm. you're going to have to prioritize. And if you don't know, Get a partner, find somebody who's going to dig in with you and really help you make those good decisions because Mm. it's important. The other thing I'm seeing, the last thing I'll say on this, there's a million, everybody, every remedy is a little different, right? So these are very generic remedies and I could go on with generic remedies all night long, but here's here's one more. Um, Look at your team and how you're leading them Right. in times of stress. And mm-hmm. also in times of just general, we, yeah. many leaders micromanage. This is your baby. You're inspecting what you expect. Mm-hmm. Then you're double checking. Then you're giving somebody something mm-hmm. to do. And then you're going past them and you're making yeah. sure everybody is following through on it. And you're over communicating. When mm-hmm. you do that, there's some things that you're doing. When you yeah. assign a project to two people when it should be to one, you're telling both mm-hmm. of those people that they're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're telling both of those people that you don't trust them right still have confidence in them yeah right and so when we look at dan pink wrote this you know he has this great motivational video it's like eons old but it still applies right mm-hmm. and, it's, and it and he talks about <clears throat> autonomy the ability to, to, to that trust and autonomy is one of those things that yeah. moves us faster and better than anything so mm-hmm. when we micromanage we strip our team of that trust and autonomy 
when we, sure. we don't allow them to be experts in things, we don't allow them to fail and make mistakes. You know, mm. we have to do those things because your team will one, they're going to solve problems for you. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring them in with you, love on them a little bit and, and allow them to be creative, allow them to help you with the solutions, allow them to be a part of it. But now mm-hmm. is the time for you to really help them understand their value. I always talk about three things. Do you, uh, you know, do you appreciate your, your team? Do mm-hmm. they know that they're appreciated? Mm-hmm. Do they know that they're valued? Mm-hmm. Right. What's the difference between appreciation and value? Hmm. I guess like, when perhaps you're thankful for someone versus acknowledging their importance and their ability and their skill and how important they are to the company. Yeah. And how you do that when I ask mm-hmm. business owners, hey, mm-hmm. how did you make how did you make Mary feel appreciated today? Mm-hmm. Right. And, I, and then I say, how did you make Mary feel mm-hmm. valued today? Right. Well, yeah. they they use the same thing. Hey, you did a great job with that accounting job. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's not valued. Valued is if you didn't do that accounting job, we right. would be so behind. We couldn't live without you today. That's yeah. value. Right. Then really the third one is connection. How are they? Mm-hmm. I had a, a true story, craziest story I've ever had. I had this uh-huh. um, this I was you know I was with Target and I had this store in Enfield, Connecticut. They were making at the time seven fifty an hour. They have mm-hmm. three stores in the same mall. They were paying $14 an hour. Mm-hmm. This store, out of 300 employees, they lost two employees, mm-hmm. one who was about to be fired and his mm-hmm. girlfriend. So I'm like, wow. and they and these people were in the store poaching all the time. Wow. So I'm like, so I went to the store and I was like, okay, I have to one. This is amazing right mm-hmm. the, it was one of the best teams so productive so productive so I pulled them all together and i bought them all pizzas and stuff and mm-hmm. i'm like listen i gotta know why you didn't leave yes. like we like right. why would you stay working 750 an hour when they're coming in every single day i see their cards all over the place they're coming mm-hmm. in and trying to get you for 14 that's life-changing mm-hmm. like, i don't want to leave my team this is my family wow. I feel valued, I feel connected, mm-hmm. and I feel appreciated. And yes. when you think of those three three adjectives and say, hey, how have you made your team? Right. You know, when they feel like you can't live without them, when they feel like they're part <laughs> of something bigger than them, I'm telling yeah. you, they're going to take care of half of your problems at least immediately. Mm-hmm. So don't underestimate them. If you're in that place yeah. of real stress, take a look at them too, because I think you'll you'll find that there's low hanging fruit there and you're mm. working too hard when your team really wants to do it for you. That I think is terrific advice, Connie, like really great stuff. I mean, and I've heard it a lot of times too, like businesses often don't lose employees over the pay, it's over the treatment and lack of value. You know, what I often see as an employment law attorney, um, certainly there are cases where people have faced discrimination or a breach of employment contract or let's say uh, some other issue they're wronged and they 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 follow suit for that reason but very often i find that let's say the disgruntled employee who who sues who maybe whether they perceive it whether it's true whether it's a misperception that they were discriminated against or they're wrong in some way um they didn't feel valued or appreciated or seen or heard and often if a conflict it could be you know mediated that way where at least you're listening to their concerns and not just you know, devaluing them and looking into issues and matters. Uh, it can be a difference between somebody really becoming disgruntled and things unraveling and they they file a suit 
or maybe giving the benefit of the doubt that like, perhaps in some situation, you know, is, is, is based on some other factor. Um, or even if they have a valid complaint, they give the company a chance to remedy it. So Eric, we have to, there's that dumb break sign again. Yes, okay. I know. I know. We got to well, go to break, but when we get back, minute, yes. I really want you to talk about that legal piece because I have a ton of business owners right now sure. who are afraid to counsel people. They're afraid sure. to hold people accountable. And man, it's litigious out there right now, right? It's, it's a balancing act of protecting rights, which I'm firmly uh, in support of, and like also getting business done. But you know what? We do have to take a break. Why don't we come back and we'll talk about that issue, what, a clearly an issue for small business, and we'll talk about um, more of Colleen's unique strategy. You're already getting a lot of that in our talk today. So stick around, folks, to Employment Law Today right here on Talk Radio NYC. My guest tonight, Colleen Ferrari. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. all pet lovers pet avengers assemble on the professionals and animal lovers show we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong it mirrors that bond between pets and their owners through this program we come together to learn educate and advocate join us live every wednesday at 2 p.m at talkradio.nyc You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. employment law and business law attorney. I host the show weekly Tuesday nights at 5 p.m. right here on Talk Radio NYC. Um, and I'm here tonight with Colleen Ferrari, founder of Small Business USA and founder of Employment Tutors. We're really covering a lot of great ground today on our topic, which is essentially, <clears throat> pardon me, coping with COVID emotional toll on employers, talking about some concrete business and labor and employment and, and, and uh, just operational issues that Colleen and I each see with our clients, but also talking about the emotional toll it takes and how that emotional toll can can really slow things down and, and, and cause issues. So, um, so Colleen, again, really great to have you on the show. Thanks. Thank you. I'm so good with that <laughs> mute button. Yeah, it's so good to be here. This is fun, but I really like. I I know we left off this whole like not being able to talk in the break is really challenging too like if anybody yes. knows me like 
I had to have a podcast of my own just to kind of like just <laughs> fill, you know, have somewhere to put all the sound. So, right. but I, I want to talk about it because we have, so I have, you know, with Small Business USA, we work with a lot of business owners, right? Yes. Like I'm so right. proud of my team. I'm mm-hmm. so proud of the CEOs that I work with every day. But mm-hmm. this is, this has been a mounting concern with the great resignation mm-hmm. about how litigious things. I, I mean, we, I was, you know, there's some, um, an HR manager in one of the companies and they just mm-hmm. released this person. Right. And I'm telling you, this person had no job. No, like this was failing. This person was failing at every level of their job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were terrified of firing her and letting mm-hmm. and releasing her. And lo and behold, she, I mean, with all of this great, great documentation, mm-hmm. That she ended up like having them go to court because mm-hmm. of her age and race was her claim. And I mean, mm-hmm. you would not believe the documentation that they had. And and so people, business owners in particular, are gun shy right now. And I get it. So I, I'm dying to hear, like, I know we started talking about it, but I would love to be able to help our business owners and this is what i say now i'm like before you terminate anybody mm-hmm. like we, you know i'm that somebody let's try to help them succeed right we yes try to that's make it them first help them succeed. that's my first step it's not about holding them accountable mm-hmm. which is really a a bad term right. if you're holding somebody accountable you're not trying to help them succeed right? it's like penalizing punishing it's like a punitive right. let's help them succeed and at one point when we Mm -hmm. we've kind of given up they probably have given up on themselves i'm not saying ruin everybody's life for you know three months with the wrong person but let's Mm -hmm. be wise about helping people Mm -hmm. upskill and then but when that doesn't work i mean i have business owners terrified because they've had people like this hr that are just dragging them like in a time when they can't leave their office right yeah. So I have, you know, a very holistic kind of approach to my clients in the situation. Interestingly enough, I started out exclusively as an employment law attorney for the plaintiffs and employees, like laborers, wage and hour, civil rights like violations like and such. And, you know, over the years, like I kind of gradually refocused my practice, remodeled it towards the employer. And again, not because like, I think that, you know, I didn't quote unquote switch sides. I don't think one's always the good guy, one's always the bad guy. I think actually that my unique perspective of sort of seeing a middle ground and recognizing that there are valid claims on both sides of this equation, I think it really helps me to, you know, inform and counsel, I guess, your clients, which my clients very similar small businesses. I'll say this, um, there are two components to answering this question, right, Colleen? First would be, say, the the legal steps you take. Um, What steps do you take, say, as a company to make sure you're complying with the law, what steps you take to document that compliance. These are all kind of the sort of the, the employment law 101 things you can do to reduce the risk of a lawsuit. You can never guarantee 100%, but so are you are you communicating your non-discrimination policies? Are you meeting with people right, to root out implicit bias? Are you having good trainings? But there's another, I think, part of this, which is like, I, you know, I try to approach this all from a middle ground perspective because I have clients, friends, colleagues who sort of can see this issue from two kind of polar opposite perspectives, right? I think each one is flawed, in my opinion. If I approach every client of mine, every employer client business with the mindset that, you know, that all these laws are, are bogus and BS and that, you know, none of these claims like, are real and everyone's just trying to shake the tree, 
if I have that sort of very kind of polarizing, you know, radical view, um, very cynical view, I am probably not going to give credence to those middle ground, to not just the outliers, but the people who maybe do have a general complaint. Maybe I don't recognize or see the implicit bias and microaggressions, but maybe they are there. And if I'm just too cynical, I say, oh, every employee is just like, out for blood. I think that's all they do. I'm not going to see that. I'm not going to recognize it. I'm just going to say, don't believe this person and just fire them. The contrary side, if I come at it with the mindset that every employer is a villain, which I find the Department of Labor for New York State, I'm calling you out on this if you're listening tonight, has. I think every employer <laughs> is just off, out to screw the worker and there's no mistakes. There's no inadvertent error. Um, then I'm not going to be able to really have a, pers a perspective that can you know, look at this from a business point of view. And so so I think it's like the answer lies in, you talk about that bo the boxes in the back and how do you help people with their mindset. How do you have a, a communication where people feel heard? How do you actually, and, and how do you look at yourselves and say, is there some implicit bias going on? So I think it, it's a very complex, I couldn't do it justice in the last five minutes of the show, but I think the idea is, is a mentality, a mindset that you need to have and there are some actions you know? you know, I and I'm going to just give you a little plug, Eric, because I do think as a business mm -hmm. owner, if you don't have an employment, an employment tutor, if you don't have yeah. an employment um, attorney on ready and uh, on retainer, you're doing mm -hmm. yourself a disservice because mm -hmm. it's you can be very proactive with your team. You can have right. good employment contracts. You can have good strategies, mm -hmm. but also you're going to have somebody who can be very non-biased and help you through yeah. stuff without having to go to court. Here's what happens when you go to court. You probably settle, you spend a ton of money. Like, you know, if you don't do all the pre-work, it's probably too late. So, mm -hmm. and then the end result is really expensive, right? Yes. We don't talk about that. When, if, if you screw up and you have to have somebody save your house, right? Cause your house is mm -hmm. burning down because you've done the wrong thing with an employee. Well then it's too late, man. You're going to pay a ton of money at the mm -hmm. end. So it doesn't matter how great your attorney is. You've already, mm -hmm. you haven't done the pre-work. You got to get guys like Eric in earlier because mm -hmm. then they help you. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they mm -hmm. protect you along the way. They look for things. They look for the right conversations. So the first time you coach that person up or try to upskill them or whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it, and Eric gets at his office, gets a copy of it, yep. then all of a sudden they're saying, listen, you're in trouble. Stop. Right? Yes. Because you're seeing mm -hmm. a, a little a different perspective. You Sorry, definitely need that. That's okay. No, I, I appreciate that. You need the proactive, the compliance, like the proactive side, the counseling and the litigation defense that comes up. I think you also need like people like you, Colleen, like on the front lines here, you need to help business like, surround themselves like with, you know, the, the operational and the just uh, insightful support that you give with employment tutors. And speaking of what you do, um, we're about two and a half minutes left in the show. I want to give you the floor to share any, how do we contact you? How do we hire you for your wisdom so you can really help a business? Nay, your website, floor is yours. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I just, you know, I had to adjust my hair because it was really bugging me how much I look like Hillary Clinton. No, it's gone, right? Hillary's okay. out. <laughs> a much, much younger version. Hey, you can reach me at um, smallbusinessus.com. Somebody stole the A, held me hostage because they wanted me to be partners years ago. So that's wow. a good way to remember it. So it's smallbusinessus.com. Mm -hmm. um, and it's Colleen at smallbusinessus.com. Um, mm -hmm. Don't make me regret giving up that email address. I love to talk to amazing people. 
Don't yes. spam me though. <laughs> I won't hear the good stuff. Right. I want to hear the good stuff. Or um, coach at employmenttutors.com. That's my team at employment mm -hmm. tutors. And we do a lot of, um, you know, I think the difference is we believe in the power of many. So you're not just mm. getting one person, you're really getting a team of people that are really helping you. I do a lot of coaching with senior executives and I, and mm. I love that little, that piece mm. of hearing what corporate America is doing, hearing what these really successful CEOs and, and folks are doing because yeah. it helps me better with, a, you know, helps me serve my coaches and my business better. It's like who you surround yourself makes a difference. So I would love to talk to anybody, even if it's just to talk and, and let's figure mm -hmm. out how we can help you, you know, and, and if we can help, maybe we can't help you, but let's have a That's, conversation about your business. You know, I love that. Absolutely. Colleen, in the next 20 seconds, I'll just say thank you so much for being here. It was so helpful, so insightful. I really hope that our audience listening tonight reaches out to Colleen Ferrari and Business USA. If you like what you heard in the show, tune in Tuesday nights at 5 p.m. We've got great guests, great conversation, a real help for small business owners out there. So I'm Eric Sarver signing off. Have a wonderful night. Stay tuned for more great, more great programming, excuse me, on Talk Radio NYC. Colleen, once again, sincere thanks to you. Thank you. It's fun, Eric. I appreciate yes. you. Same here. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. 
Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.